0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Man, you know, I don't know if that was the best intro song I could have done. I love TLC, and that song, you know, obviously, What About Your Friends is appropriate for this podcast, but I forgot the, the long, strange intro it has before it gets to the song or the chorus. But I'm leaving it anyway in hopes that you guys figured it out, and if not, well, too bad. I just told you. What's going on? This is the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Thank you for making it back once again as we are approaching the end of 2021. Wow. That's stressful to think about a little bit. I mean, I think we do this every year though. I think we go back and, and look at the year, look at the month, the days, our accomplishments. It's, it's natural. It sounds so cliche, but it's human nature. It's inevitable when something comes to an end, you, you look back when you're, when you watch a movie, you look back on that movie and talk about it, dissect it, whatever. When a series comes to an end, you go back and think about it and talk about it, especially if it was a great series or it had a crappy ending, AKA the Sopranos. Yeah, I'm still not over it. I'm not going to be over it. Um, when you read a book, If it's a series of books, then that's even more so. But if it's just a book, you go back and look at it, think about it, ponder it. So it only makes sense that at the end of the year, as we approach there, we look back. Now, we're not quite there yet. We're almost there, guys. Two more weeks, and we will be done. Two more episodes of the Life of an Average Joe podcast for the 2021 year. That's insane to me. Anyway we'll do that in another show. But I was thinking because I've, I've been busy lately. I've been, I've been doing a lot of stuff lately. Everybody's busy this time of year. You ever know that? And, and this time of year, things always go wrong. You know, you got to go car shopping because your hood flies open. Maybe your boss decides to not do bonuses this year. Tells you about it two months prior. Maybe you didn't hit your bonus at your other job. You know, maybe, I don't know, all kinds of things. Maybe you started a new job and you're struggling it. So there's always challenges and it always seems to be this time of year because we're so busy and there's so much extra money going out. Cause look, if you spend 50 more dollars this year than you spent, or this month than you spent last month, that's an extra stress, but we always spend more. We've got Christmas, we've got Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, any other holiday that I don't know of. We've got family coming in out. It's in from town, so that's more stuff that you got to buy, especially if they're staying with you. Or maybe you're going to go see family, so now you got to pay for travel expenses. And forget the gifts, the decorations, and the events, and things like that. And this is not a negative thing. It's just there's stuff that surrounds us, and, and we go through... We try to harness our chi and sa ourselves so that we're not stressed out, which is what I do all the time. I've been busy lately too, though. I've got... Okay, so I, I've had a wedding and not mine. Don't worry about that. But it brought up a lot of questions. Why are they getting married? No, I'm just kidding. It's my buddy, David, uh, who I do this dude and that dude with. Although that could be switching and coming to an end soon as well. Um, And I've known David for... Gosh, I've known David for a long time. I was there essentially when he met his girlfriend. I mean, I wasn't there when they met, but I was there when they started dating and it went from one thing to another. And I mean, he introduced us and then boom, here we are. You know, and that was years ago. And I remember when he got engaged, which seems like a lifetime ago because they had a long engagement, which was really smart. I thought so anyway. And then now the wedding's here. I mean, so just to give you guys the heads up, I haven't been to the wedding yet. You know, I'm recording all these episodes ahead of time because I don't want to deal with anything (laughs) during the busy time of year. So the wedding is, is, is about two weeks away from my recording this. When you hear this, I'll have already gone to the wedding. So I don't know if I have anything. To, I, I can't predict what's going to happen, but I'm the officiant in the wedding. They asked me to be the officiant. So that's awesome. I've never done that before. I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited. What have you, but I started to think about our friendship, David and I's friendship and how different we are in different stages in, the, in our lives that we are. I mean, he is just starting his marital season. And I hope it's a season that never comes to an end. I do. Despite my negative outlook on marriage. <laughs> and it's only negative because I like to joke about it. I don't really believe that getting married is bad. I really don't. I just want to talk smack about it because I can. Um, he, and I'm, I'm been there and out of a marriage with a kid in a different level than he is, you know, doesn't make me more wise, doesn't make me better, just different. And I was thinking about how funny that is. You know, we have very different lifestyles, but very different, but very similar beliefs and things like that, which is probably what bonded us together. Well, alcohol bonded us together, but It's what kept us from just being beer buddies. You know, he's seen a lot of the crap that I've gone through on my end, my parts. He knows a lot about me, the secrets that lie in the crevices of my mind. He understands that. He may not agree, but he understands it. And that's okay. That's what friends do. And I started thinking about friends in general. And that's what this podcast is about today, friends, because friendship... Is got to be one of the most important things that you can have in life. And I know some people that don't have many, and I don't want to say have many friends. I know some people that I'm not sure who they hang out with outside of social media. I'm not sure what they do on a physical, I see you, I'm sitting next to you, we're going out to dinner, we're going on vacation, we're going to a bar, we're going to a movie. I know people like that. And I've looked at myself over the past, I say 43 years. And then we'll just say that for fun. Obviously, when I was first born, I didn't have any friends. Maybe I did. Maybe I was high-fiving babies on the way out of the hospital. Who knows? Um, I've gone through so many changes with friendship that some of it is very, very normal. Look... How many friends, ask yourself this, how many friends do you have that are friends? And I'm talking friends. Don't give me social media. I have a thousand friends on my Facebook page. Nobody cares about that, okay? Even if you're still talking to them on social media, nobody cares. Not how many followers you have, not how many people you like. I'm talking about friends. And don't look in your phone and count, because that doesn't count either, because my phone has way more people in it than I like. I promise you that I'm talking about friends. How many friends do you have since fifth grade? I I could have said first, but fifth grade I'm wagering to say that most of you will say none. Most of my listeners will say none. There will be a few that say, yeah, I still talk to this dude or chick. I, I get it because I look after, you know, I did that podcast about fifth grade camp not too long ago. And I look at those people And I have a couple of them on my Facebook that'll chime in every now and then. I have a couple of them that listen to this. And I knew if I go back home, they would meet up with me and we'd go to the brewery or go to a bar. Absolutely. But on a daily connection level, and not even just daily, on a monthly connection level, they have no idea what's going on in my life. Why? I didn't post it on social media or I didn't say it in my podcast that's okay. (laughs) It's fifth grade, dude. Like long time ago. I'm not putting anybody down for that. I'm just trying to get people to think. So going through the seasons of friendship like that, it just happens. It's so people move, people fight, they don't talk anymore. People pass away. Life happens. You get married, you move. I mean, it's just whatever. But I've looked at those people most recently, and this is what I'm struggling with. I was talking to some people about this uh, from Soundwave, so here's shout out to my Soundwave crew out there, you know. And I've talked about Soundwave, and actually Stuart and I talked about Soundwave on Trash Talk. It's a great social app. You can check it in. You know, click the link in my bio. You can check it. Go on Instagram, whatever. Soundwave, download it, find us, follow. It's fun. Social audio. It's not a podcast type thing. Um, yes, you can. You can. If you're a podcaster, you can definitely. Pull listeners, of course. Uh, if you have a shtick or whatever, you can do it. But it is social audio, and it's really built about connections. And I've met these three. I didn't think about that three. I've actually met more, but these are the core people. Hey, I wouldn't have been on Nick's podcast if I wasn't on Soundwave. So big shout out to Nick over there. Um, which, by the way, you can listen to his podcast, the AOK podcast right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Anyway, enough plugging. Um, But I talked to these three ladies. No, it's not like that in the the slightest sense of the word or vibe. And we really connected. We connected on Soundwave. We connected off of Soundwave. And, I mean, recently we just had a, a meeting up, we'll call it, it was a Saturday night. We, we all, you know, Zoom message, not using Zoom, but whatever, FaceTime, whatever you want to do, crack open some beers, crack, pour some wine, mix some cocktails, get some snacks and hang out bananas, things like that, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, and we talk and it was fun. I mean, we're just four hours, five hours, just sitting there talking, joking, laughing, trying not to interrupt each other too much. Sorry about that. ladies. And just having a good time, and it's really turned into a friendship. I value their opinions. I value their their beliefs. I I feel bad if if one of them gets offended or mad or you know, because you guys know me. I'm just I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. You know, I do care about my friends, but I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. Look, if you don't want me to say what I want to say, don't tell me something. I mean, what do what do you want from me? Um, but I care. I don't want to hurt their feelings because they matter to me. I genuinely want to know that they are having a good day and a good life. And if there's a problem, if I can contribute in a positive way, whether that's make them laugh, make them yell, maybe make them cry because sometimes we need a good cry. I want to be part of that. You know, I I like them. I feel more of a connection to them than I do with some of the people that I've known for years that are supposed to be my alleged friends. And it made me think, why are we in a society where we just accept things in friendships? And I've had this problem for a while. I used to have my, my, my ex-wife would tell me, well, you put these people up on a, you know, you hold them to a standard that they can't, they can't meet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I hold friends to a standard of, hey, text me, hey, call me. Hey, how come you don't come out to my events? How come you don't support? How come you never get back to me? I'm sorry that that's the standard, that that's too high of a standard for friends to hold. Because here's what I think friendship is. And there's different levels of friendship. I understand that. But here's what I think it is. The basic checking in on people, if you haven't heard from somebody in a while, in this day and age, there is absolutely no excuse, none whatsoever. You can scroll your phone, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Soundwave, whatever. You've got time to listen to my podcast, but you don't have time to text me. Hey man, what's going on? Hey man, I haven't seen you in a while. What's up? Okay, fine. You don't want to pick up the phone and call? God forbid we use a phone for what it's meant to be. You don't want to do that? Okay. But you can't text? You can't even, like, comment on a picture or something or drop me anything? You follow on Instagram. You follow me on all my social media outlets. You, air quotes, listen to the podcast, watch trash talk, read my articles. But you don't ever just, nothing, nothing in your mind or soul... Makes you think, you know what? I haven't really checked in with Brandon in a while. Like, checked in. I haven't seen Brandon in almost a year. But I'm supposed to be one of his boys. And I'm using myself as an example. And and I have to say, this is not directed at just one person. It's directed at quite a few people. There's no excuse. So why, why am I being told, well, you know, that's just how friendships are these days. No, it's not how friendships are. That's how people have turned friendships. That's how people have accepted these so-called friendships. But that's not what it's supposed to be. I'm, I'm well aware, like you're talking to a guy who's busy nonstop. I don't have enough hours in the day to do what I need to do. I don't. I don't have enough hours in the day to clean my little tiny home. I wish it was a tiny home to do everything I need to do for my son to record all the podcasts, edit all the podcasts, write and do my writing for MovieWeb, web, finish all these details on the book, then go grocery shopping, then go for a run, then go to work Then I don't have time, but somehow, some way I sure find time to drop a message to people. And I've dropped messages to certain individuals in my crew for so long and have gotten nothing in return. I've gotten excuse after excuse after excuse, man, you know, I'm just real bad at texting, bro. I doubt them. Let me ask your wife if you're real bad at texting. So I've come to the conclusion and this is not a, I know I'm sounding negative about it. It's, it's more passion and more of a realization. I'm coming to the conclusion that why am I beating myself up over texting people or calling or whatever or or hoping that these people can make it up for a cup of coffee for an hour why am I doing that when they haven't bothered to respond to me when they don't care enough when they scroll, their, scroll through their phone and they see their contact that says Brandon or whatever they put me in as, they don't care. I got a message from somebody the other day, a friend of mine. And I, I got nothing but love. I, I have love for this, this individual. I do. Um, but I am hurt by what has been going on lately with this individual. And it sent me a picture It's hard to believe that this was like a year ago. I'm like, bro. (laughs) That picture was like two and a half years ago, almost three. I didn't even realize it. I mean, I don't even have a facial hair in that picture. And he never responded. And I said, yeah, man, that was crazy. Nothing after that thinking, okay, Brandon, you're about to be proved wrong. Here's the lead way. Here's the segue. The door is open. Conversation's about to happen. Nothing. That was, I think about a week ago. Nothing since. Okay. I guess he checked in because time hop or some social or some Facebook memory or his phone said, Hey, a year ago today, you were doing this or three year, three years ago today, you were doing this. So people were are like, Oh, you know what? I, I, let me, let me go find that contact. Is that guy still on my phone? I don't know. I've only been there for every major life event he's ever been through. Let me double check. And, and you know what? That's not what friends do. i haven't always been a good friend. I've said that in multiple podcasts. I haven't. I've, I've been a downright bad friend at times. I have. It sucks. I, I think we all have as people because we're not all perfect individuals ever. But I've been a bad friend at times. Um, and it sucks. Some of them I've tried to, you know, go and reconcile with or at least tell them how I feel about it and apologize and move on. That's all you can do. In long friendships, you have your moments. You have your good moments and bad moments. But when the, when the quote-unquote bad moments start to outweigh the good moments, and you realize now that you're starting to question how deep their commitment is to the relationship, and what I mean by that is, are these the type of guys that are gonna, or girls that are going to have your back when you really need them? Or are they not going to answer the phone? Then you got to look at it and go, I, I don't even think I'm at her anymore. I've got my buddy, Ken, who you've heard me talk about forever. He is a good dude, flat out good dude. We don't always agree. Matter of fact, we couldn't be two of the most different individuals when it comes to certain things, Not a lot of things. But I think in the core, we have a lot of the same values and beliefs. We don't always agree on everything with music. He like, even when it comes to like, let's say talking about guns N' roses, I probably hold him up to a little bit higher standard than he does or rank, but not by much. But when it comes to which songs we like better, I guarantee you we're different. Same with Frank Sinatra. I'm Frank Sinatra guy. He's a Dean Martin guy, but I love Dean Martin and he loves Frank Sinatra even down to professional wrestling, even down to sports. Well, sports I don't want to talk about. It. He's a Michigan fan for some reason and um I'm Michigan State. So there's no love-loss there. But even when it comes to like players on a team on the Pistons, yes, we're Detroit Pistons fans even though they still suck. Although Mad Props for take for, you know, almost kicking LeBron's butt the other day physically and during the game. That's Detroit basketball. But even on that team, he's like, "No, I'm more this guy, I'm more that guy." Like that's just the way we are. He's more calm and mellow in his delivery. He's, he thinks about things. And in the past, he's had to witness me grow up and light fires. You know what? This guy did this to me. I'm going to burn his whole house down. figuratively speaking, figuratively, figuratively, why am I not able to talk today? <laughs> Just in the image, I have never burned somebody's house down. And he's more like, well, you know what? Maybe we should think about this. Yes, you're right. But you know, that practical type of guy and I'm like okay yeah I thought about it let's nuke his mom (laughs) I'm not that way anymore but that's how we that's how he was or I would be flying off the handle dropping f-bombs you know sounding like I was coming out with a new Tupac track and he's like okay okay I let you have it now let me let me chill you out that's just who he is. Not to say I haven't heard him or seen him get mad. It's just very different. I haven't always been a good friend to him. I haven't in my life a long time ago, more than anything. Not now, not in years, years, whether I I just got sidetracked with my own personal stuff, got too involved. Uh, when I wasn't doing the right things, I maybe, you know, I got him involved. That's not, that's not what friends do. And I, had, I hate that. I regret, I, I I don't want to say I regret it. I, I do, I guess I regret it. And I think I've talked to him and apologized about it. But that being said, he is a friend. Like he calls me up today and mind you, he moved back to Michigan. It's like, bro, I need to talk. I'm going to talk to him and I'll be late for work and I won't care. That's the type of friend he is. I'm bummed out because he can't go to WrestleMania, you know, but I get it you know, he's in Michigan. It's, it's not as easy as let me just get in the car and drive. (laughs) But he is that type of friend. And we have been through a lot. We don't talk every day. We will go days without talking. We'll go weeks without talking. But then all of a sudden I'll get text messages and it just pick up right where we left off. When we went back, when I went back to Michigan, not too long ago, actually this past summer, he literally came over and spent the night at my parents' house twice. So we could have an old school throwback up all night, eat crappy food and play video games or watch movies. And dude, we ate, I keep on saying dude, we ate crappy food. I mean, microwave hamburgers, microwave burritos, chips, candy, drank some beers, played video games all night, like all night. I mean, ridiculous amounts of video games. Like we used to do when we were young. We would get back from the football games or from hanging out or being with our girls and he'd spend the night and we'd be up all night playing video games, watching movies. And this was back when my parents didn't have, like, they had a basement because they've always had one, but they didn't have a nice basement. It was like cement. And they gave us like a carpet square and a TV and we'd be down there like, well, whatever. It's our home. He would spend, he would spend like days at my house weeks. My parents would go out of town on vacation when I stopped going with them because I was too cool he be like, all right, so we'll be gone for like a week. Cool. And Ken would just stay there. Hey man, I'm just going to stay. I got to work tomorrow, but I'll be back. All right. <laughs> just stay at my parents' house for a week. I mean, that's the type of, and, I, and we picked up where we left off. I If he comes back to Texas and crashes on my couch, it's going to be just like, whatever. That's a friend. You don't find those all the time. He's a dying breed and you know, yeah, he's older than me. He's not dying, but you know what I mean? I've got some other friends. David's one of them. He's in the crew. I had a bigger crew and it shrunk and that's okay because your circle does shrink or becomes more intimate and that's okay. David's one of those guys too. We don't always talk. We don't always agree. It's hard to make plans with us. Sometimes we have completely different lives, but I know if I call him, even though he sucks sometimes at texting me back, I know if I call him, I'm like, bro, I got to talk to you. Bam. He's there when the pandemics first started and we were inside and everything was closed and we had nothing we didn't know what to do or what was going on we'd have weekly we used this app called a house party i think it was one of those first like real zoom type apps to come out um and we used house party to have our cocktail night our cocktail nights our patio nights our we used to call it the gathering of the fools every month but then when most of the fools turned into Judas's, i let them go and quit hanging out with them and just hung out with the three or four of these guys. Every night we'd all be in our tablets, phones. I had just moved in to the apartment and I was sitting on the patio. I didn't have patio furniture. Luke wasn't here and I was sitting on the patio. I started drinking at noon and I started calling these guys at like seven and be like 5am. We'd be like, dude, we got to go. I had to charge my phone twice or charge my tablet twice. But that's what we used to do. And we used to catch up with each other. And only two of us live up in Texas. Our other buddy, Brad was in Florida So, but that's the type of people that are hard to find, but when your friendships start turning into one sidedness and everything you do is one sided from the outreach, from the connections, from the caring, I'm not saying that you have to stop caring about those people. I'm just saying at some point, don't you have to just let them go and, and, and how hard is it to let somebody go? that you've been with for so long that you've, you've gone through everything that you can think of together from jobs and family and marriages and kids and divorce. Like, and is it just me or do you ever wonder like, do they exhaust all their friendship on me during those trying times that they just don't have anything left anymore? (laughs) Or do you ever just sit there and go, am I such a troll? a toxic person that like, I'm just the toxic Avenger and they don't want to be around me. You know, I'm just using that. I'm not saying I have asked myself that at times. I'm not saying I feel that now I'm just curious because I don't think that holding friends to a standard of a friendship, a basic common denominator of we're buddies, we're friends, we hang out, we take care of each other. We care about each other's families. Why are you not around anymore? I don't, I don't think that that's really too high of a standard. And now that I have my son, my time is, is going to be spread thin. So if I make that time and we plan something in advance to give both parties plenty of time and you don't acknowledge the get-together, the hangout, the text, you've wasted my time. And God forbid, I had this happen one time and it really, I'm going to tell you, it pissed me off. We were supposed to go out to dinner with one of my buddies and I told Luke about it. Now Luke doesn't get to see a lot of my buddies because of a couple of reasons. One, I usually don't have my buddies come hang out when he's here. I want to spend time with my son. Um, and they're working and some of them have their own family. So it's, it's not like they can just pop next door. Now I'm not saying it hasn't happened with some of them, but mostly it was like, like, I you know, go to Joey's house and we went swimming and that's different, you know, but like David and Eric and some of these other guys, like they haven't been around Luke very much because I spend time with him, but I was, I was planning a, a night to go out to dinner. So now I'm taking one of my nights, and I'm sharing it with a friend. And he, I, I still think he's a good guy. I just don't know what's going on. He bailed us, at, bailed at uh, on us at the restaurant. He texts me. Do you know that Luke? He was upset about that. He wanted to meet him, and he's like, "Well, what happened?" I was like, "Man, he's stuck at work." I didn't lie to him because he did tell me he w- he had to work late and longer than it took, and he was just getting out but he just worked down the street from the restaurant and his apartment was literally like behind the restaurant <laughs> like he literally has to pass us so it just bothered me and I was upset and mind you and I told him I was like oh man that sucks let's do it again I tried to reach out to him a couple of days or like the following week after that I didn't tell anything to Luke and I didn't hear from him I tried to reach out for him one more time after that didn't hear from him That was in the summer. Haven't heard from him since. No, he's alive. No, he's healthy. No, he's active. I see him on Facebook. So when I make plans with you and you bail on me and you bail on my son and I've got to explain it to him, who's, who's interested in seeing who you are, you pissed me off. You crossed a line with me. And I don't play that game because you're going to hurt my son's feelings. And he hurt my son's feelings. I don't need you in my life anymore. That's just the way it is. Call me harsh. Call me whatever. I don't, okay. I might be all those things. So I don't plan a lot of stuff with my friends and Luke. And if I do plan it, I don't tell Luke just in case something happens. Yes, he's got to learn about disappointment in his life. But guess what? He's got plenty of time to learn about disappointment. Okay, the world's going to give it to him. I don't need to be part of that right now. Which is why we have something coming up, and I and and I'm not telling him. But then when we, you know, we're doing a dinner coming up soon, um, and I'm not going to tell him who's going to be there. So Luke just thinks we're going to a restaurant. He'll be excited because he loves going to restaurants. And when my, my people show up that will be there, he'll be super excited. And. In- And then he'll, you know, he'll ask me, oh man, you know, you didn't, I didn't know they were coming or he'll tell me that. And that's how I'm going to do it because I don't want to disappoint them because I don't have people. I don't have family here. I don't have an uncle, uh, cousins or parents that live down here. I have nobody down here. So my friends are my family. They become part of your family. They become part of knowing what's going on in your life and caring and being part of it and so Luke has every right and should meet them you know maybe not all of them I don't need to meet every single person that I've you know I'm like oh yeah we get together and we have a beer once in a while like that's yeah, whatever but if you're gonna be that person that's going to come to dinner and I'm gonna invite you in my home then you're gonna you're gonna be part of my son's life and if you make that commitment to my to my to my friendship then understand what that means for me as a father and that's how I'm gonna do it so that way, if somebody doesn't show up or God forbid something happens, I don't feel like I'm letting my son down or I've got to explain something to my son. That's, that's just me. That's how I feel. That's, that's the way I think it should be. Because all too many times we give people passes. Oh, well, you know, they're busy. And look, I've been at the the other end of that. I've canceled on some events more times probably in the last year than I realized. Part of it has to do with me overscheduling too much because I want to cram everything I can into the short time that I have. The other part of me has to do with you know, I'm just tired. Like the day of, like all of a sudden something happens and you're like, oh, we're going to go hang out. We're going to go do this. And we're, and I'm like, bro, no, I'm not. I'll bail. And it hasn't always been cool because sometimes you do have to force yourself to be like, you know what? Don't bail, get out there and hang out. And, and, you know, just cut, cut it short if you're tired, but I've bailed. And I know that that's made some people, you know, upset and all that. And it could be why sometimes I'm not invited to things. But, um, I also think that sometimes I'm the only one that puts things together or that, that sees it through that puts it together. You know, I'll get, to, you know, I'll be like, Hey, we're all getting together. Let's go to the apartment. Uh, you know, let's do this. If I don't do that, Uh, It's almost like I'm playing a game and I'm waiting to see how long it'll take before somebody puts something together that actually pans out. And again, things come up. I'm not bashing people for canceling on their plans. I'm just trying to say, how did we get to a place in friendship where it's just okay to be mediocre? Or it's just okay to, to allow these things to happen? And I'm really doing this reevaluation on friends because I'm tired of feeling guilty if I don't check in on you when you haven't done anything for me or with me for months. Doesn't mean I don't care. Doesn't mean I don't still want the best for you, but why am I taking time out of my day to check in on you and you don't even respond? you don't answer the phone. You don't answer the email. You don't answer the text. You don't answer the the message on Facebook. Nothing. So why am I going through that? Why am I sitting here on Thanksgiving going, wow, well, there's three more people that didn't wish me a happy Thanksgiving. Not (laughs) that sounds like a horrible Scrooge thing to do. I guess I'm mixing the holidays. That's not what I mean. I've sent out plenty of happy Thanksgiving moments. And then I get some from the from people I haven't heard of in forever. It's like they feel like they got to say it. And that's cool. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have an awesome time. But then the friends that would, you know, message me on a random Friday, "Hey man, good luck at work today, bro." I forgot you I forgot you were working today. I was going to ask you to come over, but, you know, I forgot you worked. Or you know, "Oh man, dude, we're uh we're, we're going to go to this place, but I just saw you're out of town, you know. Whatever." Just they just don't do it anymore, and it's not because I bailed on them. I mean, if I've ever bailed on somebody, one of these people that I'm talking about, it hasn't been last minute. Now, sometimes there's my cat jumping up on the on the computer here. Nice job, computer. I think, I think my computer just scared my cat, um, and I'm not editing it out because I don't care. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we have lowered our standards on what is acceptable for friends. And maybe it's just me. Maybe other people are perfectly okay with this. And I'm the old school guy. That's like, well, that's not what I thought friendships were. That's not what I realized friendships were going to be because my view of friendship is I'm going to be there for you. Okay. I can't, no, I'm not rich. I don't have infinite amounts of time but if you tell me that I need to talk to you, we got to meet up or whatever, I'm going to be there for you. I kind of don't need it in return. Like, give me this in return. This is like a, a contract, but you almost kind of expect that a friend would want to do the same anyway. Some people are better listeners. Some people are better talkers. I get that. But you all contribute something to the level of friendship, to that relationship. You contribute. Because if any relationship is one-sided, it'll fail. And I think now I'm just come to the realization that as we end this year, I'm just going to have to check more people off. I'm not upset. This is not like a depressing friendship thing because the people that I do continue to talk to, the people that I continue to support them and they support me and all like that is a huge huge plus of amazing individuals that you can't find. I guess I'm just realizing that it's time for me to kind of move on. It is what it is. That horrible thing that we all say. That thing that's just probably the worst thing we could say. Is it is it is what it is. It's just what become. I don't wish will ill on any of these people. I wish nothing but the best for them. I just, I guess we're just done in friendships and it is disheartening and I think that it's okay to be upset about it, but I think it's also okay to just acknowledge that it has to happen because otherwise you're just going to keep beating yourself over and over and over again. And I'm not going to let myself down any, you know, anymore with these people. And I'm not going to let my son down. Hey, buddy, we're going to go to so-and-so's house. Never mind, they bailed. He's going to start to look at me and be like, bro, for real? It's like the boy who cried wolf. I can't do that anymore. And I, and I don't like the cliche things. Well, as you get older, stop it. Just stop. In this day, and it's not the Pony Express to send a message, Okay. There's no excuses. The reality is that if people don't put forth the efforts cuz they don't want to. It's not because they're busy, it's cuz they don't want to. And it's okay for us to accept it without hatred and without being vengeful and without being angry. You know, we can be angry that it happened, but it's okay for us to accept it and move on. It's totally okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's part of life. And it's disheartening. It is. So Really, in, in closing this, you ask yourself, well, Brandon, what do you, What was the point of this podcast? Good question. <laughs> the point of this podcast is I think that as we look back at the year and we've seen where we started and as we see where we're coming towards, we see the people that have stuck within our lives. And then we rewind it to the previous year and we see the people who have stuck with our lives and the year before. And we realize that those one, two, five, 10 people, whatever that may be, are the ones that we have invested our time, our love, our sadness, our compassion, sometimes our frustration. And those are the people that you hold on tight to. Those are the people that become your family. And I think it's very important that we acknowledge that. So if you're going to take your energy and put it into something positive, put it in the ones that are there that have proven time and time again, wish the other ones the best. Give them love and prayers all you can, but guess what? Move on. Cause that's what I'm doing. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the life of an average Joe podcast. I will see you next week. Wow. Christmas. The Christmas episode is coming. What are we talking about? I don't know. We're going to talk about some Christmas stuff though, for sure. We're going to look at gifts some of the fun gifts I've gotten over the years that just make me scratch my head and go, how did they even find that? Brandon's Christmas movies, Christmas music, Christmas traditions, things we remember growing up. We're just going to take a Christmas break and just be happy about it. So get your ugly sweater out, get the eggnog. Let's do this. Hot chocolate, whatever. Christmas beers, winter loggers next week, Wednesday on all platforms, the life of an average Joe podcast.